You're listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. Listen with discernment and pray. Tucked between Afghanistan and India, Pakistan is home to more than 200 million people, plus more than 1.4 million refugees from Afghanistan living on and near its western border. The vast number of ethnic and religious groups in the country makes understanding this complex country difficult. Literacy is said to be no more than 45%, depending on which socio-economic and religious group is examined. High inflation, huge budget deficits and widespread corruption at all levels are crippling factors in economic development. Poverty is widespread, especially in rural areas. More than 20% of Pakistan's people live below the poverty line. Pakistan is an Islamic republic with a Sunni majority. Sharia law is increasingly applied, even to Christians and Hindus. By law, there is religious freedom, but in practice, non-Muslims and non-Sunnis must practice their faith cautiously and under varying degrees of threat from Islamists. Fundamentalist Islam, driven by the Taliban, is practiced by a minority, but it impacts the whole nation. There is a proliferation of madrasas, schools which offer little education other than memorizing the Quran and pushing a militant version of Islam. Women face huge challenges to their health, education and economic well-being, while discrimination against religious minorities, including Christians, takes many forms and is widespread. The country's blasphemy law imposes the death penalty on anyone who defames Muhammad. Yet despite these obstacles, the Christian church continues to grow. Please pray that God raises up leaders to meet the needs of the unreached in this heart of the unevangelized world. Bulgarian evangelicals have asked for prayer in the face of a new religion bill that threatens a draconian clampdown on minority faiths. The bill has passed its first reading through Parliament and evangelicals have warned that its impact on all faith communities will be serious if it becomes law. A letter from Bulgarian Evangelical Alliance President Pastor Rumen Borgiev says, By intending to control donations, to interfere with theological education and to install state regulations on the issues of clergy responsibilities, the Bulgarian state is wrongly assuming power into the internal life of religious communities. Almost every single article in the newly proposed bill erroneously and unfairly claims political authority over religious life. According to the Bulgarian Evangelical Alliance, the new law means Bulgarian citizens will only be able to carry out liturgical activity if they've had theological training in Bulgaria or their foreign school is approved, and only Eastern Orthodox and Muslim believers will be able to train clergy and run schools. Foreigners will only be able to preach if doing so with a Bulgarian ordained minister. Foreign donations will only be allowed for building construction or social aid and will need government approval. So, for example, no salaries of pastors could be paid from abroad. No religious activities can take place outside of buildings designated for them. And only religious groups with more than 300 people will have legal status. 
the World Evangelical Alliance issued a statement supporting the BEA. Should the law pass, it said, existing theological seminaries are at risk of shutting down. Evangelical church pastors may no longer be able to conduct worship services, and the acceptance and use of donations will be subject to government approval and limitations. A child of missionaries, Mark Carpenter grew up in Brazil and learnt Portuguese naturally as a young person growing up in the culture. After attending college in the United States, Mark returned to São Paulo to become the CEO of Mundo Cristão, a small Christian publishing house known for publishing the Portuguese version of the Living Bible, Biblia Viva. We always thought that it would be ideal if we could work on a new translation that would offer a new possibility to our readers in Brazil, which was an edition that was very accurate in terms of following the original languages, but then also very communicative to today's generation of Brazilian readers. Tyndale House Foundation provided financial help through several significant grants to help Mundo Cristão cover the production costs of this new Bible translation. And we got a group of six scholars involved, and over the course of six years, then they produced what we released in October 2016, and it's called the NVT. We're very fortunate and very grateful for the fact that people seem to love this translation. Every week on Twitter, we'll see all kinds of people commenting on it, pastors that are now adopting it as the official translation in their churches. We are set now to sell out that entire first edition by the end of this calendar year. So we're already talking now with the printer about reprints. A number of lawyers from First Liberty Institute, one of the nation's leading defenders of religious liberty, recently challenged the decision made by a Texas high school principal to isolate students who wished to gather and pray with one another when they had a break from classes. In early September 2018, Hannah Allen and a group of other students decided to pray for one of their former classmates who'd recently been in an accident. During lunch, when students are permitted to talk and move around the cafeteria, the students walked to an empty table, held hands and quietly prayed with one another. Almost immediately after, Principal Lee Frost walked over to the students and told them to not do that again. In a letter to the school district, First Liberty said, quote, By mandating that Hannah and the other students hide when they pray, Principal Frost acted with religious hostility impermissible under the Constitution and demeaned the religious beliefs of Hannah and her friends. The Department of Education points out, students may pray when not engaged in school activities or instruction, subject to the same rules designed to prevent material disruption of the educational programs that are applied to other privately initiated expressive activities. You've been listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. For more information about the print version of this program, visit churcharoundtheworld.net. The Church Around the World podcast is brought to you by Tyndale House Publishers. Tyndale. Trusted for life.